What's up, guys? Welcome back to Dump Off. KB has to sneeze. It looked. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm keeping that in. <laughs> I'm not starting over. <laughs> oh, it's welcome fine. back. We're running the three man weave. It's me, your boy Chino, KB, also making his second appearance on Dump Off. We got my boy Big Will. What's up, boys? How we doing? Doing good, man. How you doing? I'm chilling. KB. Yeah, we're good. Kibbins. Can't complain. Kibbins. Oh, you can't complain. His ass off. Yeah. yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. We missed the the re the the recap episode on Tuesday, but uh, we are back for uh, the review. Uh, prayers up to Taryn and Dilly. Uh, Taryn is on the the, the COVID list, so or potentially yeah, we don't, we don't. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, actual prayers <laughs> to him. Prayers yeah. up, Dilly. He's on. He's on the non COVID illness list, and then G. She's just a bitch and didn't want to record, so uh, he's still cute though. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Prayer, prayers yeah, up to all I, of them. But we got, as you know, said our guy Big Will here to go through the week fourteen uh, slate. Uh, so why don't we just get right into it, boys? What do you say? Do I'm ready. All right. Uh, first game on the slate. I have. We were just talking about this. The eight and four Ravens. Uh, going to Cleveland to play the Browns, the the Ravens at the top of the AFC North, but it is a very competitive division. Uh, Baltimore coming off that devastating loss in Pittsburgh, uh, the failed two point conversion attempt, and the Browns are coming off a bye after playing the Ravens. So this is the second tilt in three weeks. Uh, my guy Will, why don't we start with you? Uh, what do you what do you see in this matchup? Um, yeah, what are your thoughts on this? Well, uh, we had this talk earlier um, before we got started about the Ravens and their record. And I was right off the bat just like, you know, are they the most fraudulent team at 8-4? and four? And what I mean by fraudulent, I just mean like there were two separate games, and I'm looking at them right now. One was the Lions, and I'm pretty sure I think the other one was, might have been the Bears maybe. But there were two games, Pivotal. Very big. One of them was the Justin Tucker kick. And if it wasn't for those two pivotal games where, honestly, I think the Ravens should have lost the two games, honestly, without those two, we'd be looking at 6-6. Six and six. And at 6-6 six and six in the AFC, that's a big difference, especially after the Patriots being in the first seed, going down from like 2-7, to 2-8. to eight, You're looking at like two-game spread. That's a big difference. So for them to be at 8-4, I just think too many people are giving them the slide. Um, they're not – they're just giving Lamar too much credit. They just think, you know, oh, we have Lamar Jackson, but Baltimore is all set. But honestly, I'm really scared for them, especially this is the same team Lamar threw four picks. Really scared. Um, I just think, I think Cleveland gets it at home, honestly. Especially, you know, the fact that Baker is such a game-managing guy, all it takes is defense again to, to step up and have Baker just give the ball to Nick Chubb. I think Kareem Hunt may play this game. Give it to Kareem Hunt as well. Like, the tandem is back. If they are officially back, it's a problem for the Ravens, especially where Humphreys is out too for the season. It's crazy. Um, g- Give me the Browns and give me the points, honestly. Interesting. Uh, Chino, what are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, the main thing that's, that I'm looking at is the Ravens – I mean, not the Ravens. The Browns, if they want to stay alive, they need this game. Because right now I'm looking at the standings. You're at 11. They're still in the hunt. They're at six and six. Baltimore's at eight and four. 
it's still a close gap for them to make it in. It just this is very crucial for them to stay alive in that hunt. And they have to. Thing is, like Will said it like the last time these two matched up, Baker was just going off well, not really going off, but he had a good game, two hundred and forty seven yards throwing. And Jarvis had a game six for hundred and eleven. And you can see Lamar Jackson struggled, like Will said, four interceptions. This is a whole different Ravens team. They don't have Mar- Marlon Humphrey anymore. Also, I think Cleveland, they just came out their bye week, right? Yeah. So you have Baker. He has time to heal because Baker's kind of bank- – Baker's banged up. And pretty much the whole Browns, they're, they've been banged up. That's the thing. They've been struggling with injuries, battling COVID. So it all – this this is where it has to be for they for them to correct it, for it, for them to make it right. They need this game to stay and stay alive for the postseason. Uh, yeah, I'm with you, Chino. I think the biggest disappointment with this Browns team is definitely just the offense. Um, Kevin Stefanski, I know that there's people questioning his play calling ability on the offensive side, but again, when when you have Baker and those running backs, you feel like you can do more. But honestly, it, it just feels one dimensional at the moment. Um, hopefully, with the bye week, they kind of right the ship uh i think it's it's a blessing that they they get the ravens before the bye week and after the bye week to you know kind of prepare um and on the other side of the rate like the ravens offense for the past month i feel like just hasn't been explosive like it usually is they they, they lack the big play ability um lamar has proven or he, you know he's shown that he he's been very inaccurate at times and uh, you know cannot make the big time throws um and he, he, he is relying on his legs to, to make big plays. And like you said, Will, there's been close games that, you know, maybe they've escaped with a couple of victories. So um, despite the records, you know, this, I do feel these teams are pretty close in, you know, talent wise. And yeah, this is a big game for the Browns. And, um, you know, I, I trust the fans key. I think that they can bounce back here and, um, yeah, I think I'll take Cleveland as well, but I would not be surprised if you know this comes down to a, a last-second field goal. Um, I do like the under here. Um, both teams have proven, you know, that their offense is pretty stagnant. So uh, until they show me otherwise, I'm going to take the under the points here. So yeah, very important game in the early slate. Yeah, Definitely right. with the Browns. I'm I'm a thousand percent riding with you on the under because you want to know what the total was in their last game. What was that? 26. Really? Yep. yep. 16-10. Yep. <laughs> Literally. So yeah. I'm, I'm right there with you, dude. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, that, that's the game that both these teams play. They, they rely on their defense, and they're going to rely on that running game, on, you know, time of possession, you know, just offensive momentum that's slow and steady rather than explosive plays to, to get the victory. So, yeah, yeah, this is going to be – this is going to be brutal. This is going to be AFC North for fucking smashing your teeth. Yep. Let's see who's, who's the stronger team here. Yep. Um, and looking at the Browns' schedule, it's it's not it's not the easiest schedule. Because after the Ravens game, they have the Raiders, they have the Packers, they have the Steelers, and they have the Bengals. So they need to right the ship this game and ride into the next weeks with that momentum. Because this is, yeah. they're pretty much in like a can't lose situation right now. 
Yeah, the uh, the Brown Super Bowl pick I had is not looking great. So. They got to run the table. I agree. All right, uh, let's move on to uh, another divisional matchup here. We have the Urban Myers, the Jacksonville Jaguars, going Nashville <laughs> to play the AFC South leading Tennessee Titans. Uh, the Titans are coming off a bye after losing in New England, and the Jags just got absolutely demolished in L.A. So, um, and not much to say here. Hopefully, Julio Jones is back off of the IR. Um, obviously, with Tennessee, they're missing their star running back, so it's uh, Hilliard and Foreman by committee, um, and Jacksonville just sucks ass. So, it, it I mean, <laughs> do you guys have any comments on this game? No. Nah. Do, do you feel the upset? Hell no. I don't trust Arbor Meyer at all right now. <laughs> He's in Nashville, so watch out. There's going to be a clip of him on Twitter coming out after that game. Oh, man. The Titans play really good against good teams, but play terrible against bad teams. And this is like one of those games where I feel like Jacksonville may cover. I don't know if they, I don't think they're going to win, but they could cover. Honestly, I, I, I'm giving it Tennessee, man. I do hope Julio plays, man. It made so. me so sad, man, because I really put in for Tannehill, like for MVP way back when like they got to Julio <laughs> and like that was so bad of a call on me. So it's like, dude, I hope Julio plays, man. They need the help. But um, I think Vrabel is just coming back from this bye so angry. Like, come on, bro. You can't lose two before a bye. <laughs> and then lose again to Jacksonville, dude. Like, you got to do something. So I, I think Tennessee wins. I don't know if they cover, but I, I think they'll win. Hmm. Yeah, this is their bounce. Gino, you're going, you're going with the Titans? Yeah, I'm going with the Titans. Oh, we don't trust Urban Myers here. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Um, yeah, I see what you're saying. Well, like the the Titans, I mean they they had losses to the Jets and the Texans. Um, yeah, they yes, the yeah, Texans. Um, they lost to the Texans, yes. and you know this is this could be a letdown spot for them. Um, coming off the bye, seeing the Jags on the schedule. Um, Trevor Lawrence has not been playing great of recent, uh, and you know the, the running game for Jacksonville too hasn't really been supportive. The offensive line hasn't been playing great. James Robinson is basically he's disappeared from what he's done from last season. Um, and I think it's important for Ryan Tannehill and the offense to, to get a sense of momentum and continuity with the new running back scheme and, you know, with the wide receivers being out. So um, I just think the, the Titans front on the offensive and defensive end is just too much for the Jaguars. So um, yeah, I'll take the Titans, but yeah, I don't, I don't know if I want to take the points. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I want to take the what do you points. Know, what do y'all think the Titans do? Because do y'all believe in Vrabel? They do this thing where they, you know, they'll win the division. I don't know if they win the division actually because the Colts look fantastic. But you know, they they play well in the regular season, but they they're just not great against um, the best teams when they have to play. You know backs against the wall, winner go home. They just don't do well in those situations. And um, even though the season they played a lot of the great teams pretty well, I just need to see it when it actually matters, you know? Yep. I agree. 
I agree. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's move on. Um, a lot of divisional matchups here. We have uh, an AFC West matchup. We have the Las Vegas Raiders at 6-6 six and six going up against the resurgent Kansas City Chiefs. Um, the line is at 9.5. The Raiders did not look good against Washington. They lose on a heartbreaking uh, field goal um, in the last minute of the game. While the Chiefs, they looked pretty good uh, against the Broncos. Um, they they held Teddy Bridgewater and company to to nine points. Um, what are your thoughts on this game, Will? Honestly, um, Chiefs resurgence, man, what a word! Because yeah, uh, their defense, I feel like, has resurged. They were giving up at least twenty points, uh, twenty, thirty, honestly, forty. At some points, they 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 begin a lot in the beginning, but towards like the last couple of games. You'd be surprised. Nine points, nine points, 14, seven. Their defense has stepped up. Um, Pat Mahomes finally learned to throw short passes, to be efficient. Very smart on him. Um, I mean, he's still going to throw those long bombs, go for the home runs, but he's finally learning that short is very efficient, especially when you have Travis Kelsey, who's one of your best tight ends. Very smart. Um, I think this doesn't change. I think Kansas City beats them i think it i i I, they did cover last time against them and it was a blowout um i may honestly take them on the points as well with kansas city i I think it's a full slaughter probably two three touchdowns they go up again and dominate you know yeah i think the chiefs been looking great that defense it's really turned around. Honestly, since Melvin Ingram came over from the Steelers, they've just been looking, looking, looking better, a lot better. Especially against the Raiders, the Raiders have been suffering. They have been going through so much trauma this season. Gruden, Rugs, it's just, and the Chiefs been on a tear. Like Will said, they haven't been giving up that many points. Most points they've given up so far for the ones I'm seeing is the Giants with 17. So I just feel like this is where they just continued their dominance, and they're going to go into this postseason looking good, dominating. Um, yeah, I'm with Will here. The the Chiefs look very good with the offense now. It Mahomes is trusting his his playmakers to make plays. There's a lot of uh, short passes, a lot of passes just on the line of scrimmage, um, allowing his wide receivers to to create here in a way. Um, so with that, with with the Raiders, their offense has looked very, very bad the past three, four weeks. Uh, besides that game against the Cowboys, you know, they've only put up 15, 13, 14, 16. This offense can't score without that threat over the top. And with Darren Waller, who's been hurt, um, that does not look great for them either. Um, hopefully he comes back this week. But um, yeah, this this offense just doesn't look the same since it did the beginning of the season. Um, and I feel like the defense has, in a way, come back down to earth. Um, Max Crosby, he had a great first half of the season. Um, but, you know, and the secondary as well. The PFF graded them pretty high, both of them, uh, Hayward and, and um, who's the other who's the other quarterback there? Oh, uh, Jesus. Faison um, and Hayward and Hobbs, like they, they were all yeah. highly rated. Um, but I think they've come back down to earth in a way. 
Um, so that defense doesn't look as, you know, they don't look as fierce as they once did. So I think the Chiefs have their way on the offensive side of the ball, especially in Kansas City. Um, yeah, I'm with you. I think Kansas City covers here. And, you know, it, it, if the Raiders can't get it together, it's, it's a nail in the coffin for their season. Uh, six and six in the AFC West, they need, they need to do better here uh, or else it's, it's over for them. Yeah. Let me uh let me ask you a question, KB, because I know you're more of the TikTok person. Has uh Jackson Mahomes been dancing the last like four or five games? Hey, he was there last week, bro. Uh, okay, yeah, just wanted to know because if he wasn't dancing, you know, bro, maybe saw, there's, a, there's a sign to it. I saw a picture of him and uh, Patrick Mahomes' fiance. <laughs> they had him like in a little square, like that's what they gotta do to contain Jackson Mahomes. Now they gotta put him off on the side. This is your little square. That's, that's so bad. So bad when everyone makes fun of you, and it's just like, oh, your brother just does TikTok. And it's just like, oh, great. You're just, just that dude whose brother's a TikToker. So it's just like, oh, man. It's, especially when they lose, too, that he does some foul shit. Like, especially in one of the games, he, like, do water bottles and stuff. So it's like, you got to be careful if you pat Mahomes. If you win, they still criticize you. If you lose, they make fun of you for it because of, like, like, fucking TikTok, dude. Like, that's why I asked you, KB, because you, I thought you would be the guy. You know, I have one. You know. Yo, I don't fucking watch oh, Jackson Mahomes TikToks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what the fuck? What do you think I am? Come on. No, man. but also on the AFC for the standings and for the playoffs, that top four is really close. Patriots nine and four, Tennessee eight and four, Baltimore eight and four, and Kansas City eight and four. So, might come down to uh, the wire. Yeah, I mean, generally, I, I just think the AFC they're. The teams there are a lot closer than yeah. the, the NFC. You have some top-heavy teams there, but any any one of these division leaders in the AFC, they could definitely take the number one spot. But you know, I definitely see them being beat in the first, second round. Like once they get into the playoffs, it's going to be a crapshoot. I feel like. Yeah, let's go. Let's go to the next game. Um, next game. Uh, this is a shitty game. Fucking the the five and seven Saints oh, with uh, Taysom Hill against Zach Wilson and the three and nine Jets. Um, this is going to be played in New Jersey. So, oh god, both of these offenses look absolutely horrible. It, it's it's fucking bad as shit. <laughs> yeah, not Taysom the Taysom Hill led Saints. That's just oh boy. It just doesn't. It just doesn't look good. Um, there was also just breaking news recently that Mark Ingram is out. So this would be a Saints team with no Ingram. It'd just be Camara because Camara did practice. So I'm I'm assuming he comes back. Um, could could be a Camara Taysom Hill show. You know Taysom Hill does have that that finger injury. Mm-hmm. They said it's the same one that Russell Wilson had, but not as severe. I, I don't understand sports injuries, but they call it in a mallet finger. Yeah. Do you guys ever heard a mallet? Like, you ever heard such a thing before? Because that was the first I was hearing. It was like a mallet finger. Like, like a oh. jam finger? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah. all right. But when it did happen, it did change. He didn't throw a lot. He was running a lot more. I mean, even though he ended with, what was it, like four or five, four or five picks he threw, still ran for over 100 yards. 
Um, did really decent, I guess, if you like just like eye test watching him first game since coming back from the injury. Honestly, it's been a while and Trevor Sibium was playing first. Um, the fact that Sean Payton says I'm going to give him another try, another shot in his press conference like that is hilarious. Like, oh, I'm going to give Taysom Hill another try. It's like, dude, are you kidding me? Like, you got him or Trevor Sibium. Like, who are you going to choose? I'd rather choose Taysom Hill, the guy that you gave an extension to. Like, why not throw him out there? If he wants to play, let him play. Um, especially against the Jets. <sighs> the goddamn Jets. Um, man, the Saints are going to, man, they're going to mollywallop the shit out of the Jets. Uh, I, I feel bad because it's just going to be a rude awakening for Zach Wilson. Um, are we going to see Mike White come out? Or Josh Johnson, like, could it happen? Especially in New York, when Jet fans are really ruthless. And I've been to the Jet games; they're ruthless. <laughs> they will boo you. They will talk so much shit to you if you suck. They did it to Chad Pennington. I remember when I was there; they, they did it so much. You suck. I can't say too much words because obviously, you know, kid show. So, <laughs> it, <laughs> uh, but um, you know. It's gonna be a like it's gonna be a a wreck, dude. Like Saints are gonna dominate the Jets, and honestly, they're gonna cover as well too. Like I can't see Jets covering. I can't. Like unless you guys can give me otherwise, I can't see Jets covering it. I think Saints just whop them. Uh, I I mean, there's just so many problems on the offensive side of the ball for the Saints. Remember when they beat the Bucks and we we're all like, yeah, this team's even with Trevor Simeon, this team's real because like like the defense looked great, and you know with Kamara, you know they. They can score points, but mm. they've lost five in a row since that game. And, you know, the defense is, I think the defense more so than the offense has let them down. And the, the inability to score points and putting this defense in tough situations, it doesn't help. Um, and, you know, Taysom Hill with four interceptions against a pretty average Dallas Cowboys um, defense. Like, hopefully Kamara coming back helps his offense, but it, it, it's been rough if you're a Saints fan, to watch these five games and basically lose any momentum you had after the Bucks game. Um, yep. Also, Cameron, yeah, I mean... The, go for it. Good. Uh, also, Cameron Jordan is on the COVID list. Um, Marcus Davenport, he's back, but he's limited on practice. So, let's see how he holds up during the game. So, there's, they're going into this game hurt. But again, it's the Jets. So... Hopefully they can win this handily. Those damn cheats. All right. I don't think we have to talk about this game anymore. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's move on. Uh, we got the Dallas Cowgirls going to Maryland to play the football team. Washington coming off a impressive win against the Vegas Raiders. Uh, and the Cowboys, uh, they... Coming up, they're coming off a bye, so um, they should be fresh. They had some in- lingering injuries. Um, hopefully, Dak is is back to one hundred percent. The Cowboys are favored in this game by four, surprisingly. And Washington, if if the playoffs started today, they'd be in, surprisingly. Yeah, they would. Uh, you know, we we talked about Washington all season. How you know they had a very rough start to the season. I was on record saying. 
preseason that I thought this defense would be the best in the NFL. Uh, and they, they have definitely not been. What's kept them afloat is actually t- Taylor Heineke, of all people. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just as surprised seeing this Washington team at 6-6. Six and six. They've quietly won four in a row. Um, what, yeah. do you guys, what do you guys see here? Um, let me let me start first real quick and ask you both a question. Um, after this year, what do you guys think they do with Ryan Fitzpatrick? Do you think they re-sign him to be like just that backup, like mentor to Heineke? Like, do you think like they go elsewhere? Do you think they keep Heineke? Like, what are you guys' thoughts really quickly on that one? Because honestly, this has been kind of like Taylor Heineke's role to just like show out and show the Washington football team, like, hey, listen, like, you guys should keep me. Like, this is why I'm here. Um, I just want you guys as a quick opinion on that real quick. Um, I, I don't think Washington gets anywhere with Taylor Heineke, honestly. Like, even though this four-game win streak has been impressive, you know, for for them to be, get over the top here and beat some good off good, good teams, they need a more dynamic quarterback. Especially what you with what you have on the outside with Curtis Samuel and Terry McLaurin, um, and I've been impressed with Antonio Gibson and J.D. McKissick. If you have a quarterback who can kind of utilize um, those weapons to the fullest extent, um, that help out that helps out the defense, which you know is not short of talent. It's just I don't know why they haven't been able to play together. Um, but I mean, they, they've strung together four great games. The defense has shown up, but the offense. If you look at the numbers, um, they're they're not they're pretty average. They put up 359 yards a game. Um, the rushing attack has been pretty heavy, um, and you know Taylor Heineke's just been asked to, to game manage at this point. So, um, you know, if they want to get over the top, they need a better quarterback. I don't think Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, I don't know the the details of his deal. Was it a one year deal? I'm pretty sure it was a one-year deal. Yeah, I don't see them bringing him back. Um, if anything, they'd re-sign Heineke mm-hmm. um, for a lower price, honestly. Um, yeah, I actually think for this game in particular, there is they are live dogs, I would say, especially in Washington. Um, mm-hmm. Dallas is susceptible to um, playing worse against more complex defenses, and I think Washington has the potential to to scheme up a good plan against Dak and that running attack. Um, yeah, what do you think, Chino? This is uh, your team, one of your teams. So, <laughs> One out of the four. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Man, but back, you know, back to Will's question, I, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like it would be smart to, sign, to re-sign a veteran like Fitzpatrick to kind of mentor Heineke. That's what pretty much they've been doing. But I don't feel like Heineke is the answer to Washington's problems. I feel like they should go out there and, you know, try to get a quarterback to fully keep them competitive. You have the weapons on, on the outside. Give them a decent quarterback to get them the ball, and that deep, that offense will turn around. As uh, to so this game, what I'm looking out for is – in. Taryn, if he was here, he'd hate me for this. I was just wondering if they would let Pollard run loose. You know, Zeke has been dealing with a leg injury. I think it's his knee that it was. Yeah, his knee. Apparently, that 
the doctor's just saying that it's healing up and it's going in the right direction. And Zeke wants to play. That's just the type of guy he is. But I feel like this should be the game. Let Zeke heal up another week. Unleash Pollard. Because I've been liking what, what Pollard's been doing a lot. He's been playing He's been playing out of his mind. Explosive dynamic. But I want to see the Cowboys get back into the groove. We've just been, been slipping. Of course... We'll just throw out the Saints game because the Saints are the Saints. But like we went we went through a tough loss with the Raiders. The Chiefs handled us pretty good. But then we blew out the Falcons, but you know, it's the Falcons. And we lost to Teddy B, Teddy Two Gloves. So I feel like this is where the Cowboys should they kinda righted the ship against the Saints, but it's the Saints. But I don't know. It's always a it's always a mixy game when we play Washington. So, I feel like this might be a close one. But I do feel like the Cowboys come out on top. I like that. I like that. I'm with the Cowboys, too, actually. If Dak's healthy, I'm I'm, I'm taking Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, picking the chalk pick. Frauds. Both of you are frauds. Fuck you. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's you this. You take the Bears Washington. every time, bitch. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't take him last week. Come on, I might die taking him this week. That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> oh man, I, I don't know if this next game is. Uh, wait, have you? Wait, KB, are you choosing Washington then? I am. I am. Okay. Oh, uh, good. I'm, okay. I'm picking the upset. Um, <laughs> bro, Washington. This is their time. The yeah, time is now. That's what we said during the preseason. <laughs> Look how they're. <laughs> They've won four in a row. It's about to be five, bitch. All right. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on to another divisional matchup. We got the Atlanta Falcons going to Carolina to face Cam Newton, Chuba Hubbard, and the Carolina Panthers. Uh, the Falcons coming off a loss to the Bucks last week. Um, that looked a lot worse than what the score indicated. And then the Panthers... Um, they're coming off a bye um, after they got absolutely destroyed by Tua. So um, both teams still in the hunt in the, the weak NFC wildcard uh, race. Um, the Panthers here are favored by two and a half. Uh, what do you guys see here? Um, man, two, two and a half. Oh, yuck. Ugh. It's just, just disgusting, dude. I'm, even the over is 42 and a half. Like, ugh, uh, ugh. I don't even want to touch this game. I didn't want to look at it. Like, and it's at Carolina, too. Like, I don't. I guess if I really had to choose, like, gun to my head, if I really had to choose this game, I will take it. I'll take Atlanta. Um, I, I think they come away with this game. Um, even though Carolina's defense is supposedly good, um, I just think the offense, man, Cam comes back one game, goes off, everyone's hype. The next game he starts, he had like a mediocre game, but then after that, it just gets walloped by Miami. Like, I, I, don't, I don't trust it. You could possibly see P.J. Walker come out, the infamous XFL legend, P.J. Walker, really come out. He may end up coming in and they bench cam i can see this happening um atlanta's got really nothing special besides cordell patterson 
Um, Russell Gage kind of has stepped up when needed to, especially on the short passes when they're these guys are able to double team Pitts. Um, Kyle Pitts, even though you know this is his rookie season, like I get it, everyone hyped him up so much. Um, we obviously see that he can't be the number one guy when Calvin Ridley isn't on the team. Um, this team desperately misses Calvin Ridley a lot. Um, get well soon, by the way, Calvin Ridley. I know mental health is super serious. Um, with that being said, man, um, I think Atlanta pulls it off. And I think this is one of those games because it's a two and a half situation. I really could see like a weird, like 17, 15 game, like a rest game type. Like I could see a safety happening in this game. Like it's <laughs> weird. It's just something just throws me off on this. Like I hate these types of divisional games, but if I really had to choose, man, I- I'm going to give it to the Falcons. Hmm. What, what do you say, Chino? Dude. I don't like either one of these teams. <laughs> but, oh man, Atlanta's defense is Swiss cheese. Matt Ryan is Matt Ryan, so this guy just is up and down. We never know what kind of game this guy's going to have. He's, he's, oh no, he's, this dude, the Falcons confuse me. Then we have Carolina with the that whole situation. Cam just getting overhyped. So, I'm with Will, honestly. I could see P.J. Walker coming in this game. But that Carolina defense, that's the one thing that's making me think that the Panthers might win this. But I'm going to go with Will. I'm going to take the Falcons in this game. I just don't believe in Cam. Uh, yeah, this is tough because I – the, the the Panthers defense is definitely taking a step back. Um, I remember when they fucking destroyed the Cardinals, and I thought that that defense was elite. But you know they played two bad games against Washington and, and Miami. Uh, Dante Jackson goes down; he's on the IR for the Panthers. So uh, that secondary gets a little bit more thin. Uh, they still they still do have Gilly and uh, C.J. Henderson, who they had picked up. Um, and the safeties, but uh, you know this this defense is definitely hobbled, um, and and the the defensive front um, hasn't been able to get pressure at all. Uh, they've been they've been owned in the trenches for the past two games, um, but I do think this is where they write the ship in a way because the the Atlanta offensive line is vulnerable, um, and I think that even with the hobbled secondary, they match up well with. Um, Atlanta's wide receivers because um, there virtually is none. I mean, you have Zacchaeus and Russell Gage who aren't <laughs> world beaters, and then obviously Kyle Pitts um, who you have to manage. Um, but I think that the Panther secondary is up to the challenge. Hopefully Chuba Hubbard and Cam Newton figure it out. Um, I think that's an interesting dynamic with those two. Um, and, you know, credit to Cam. He has had bad games, but he does get DJ Moore involved um, into the offense more than a Sam Darnold or P.J. Walker would. So we might see P.J. Walker, but I still think Cam gives them the best chance to win. Um, I think I'll take the Panthers here. Um, the Falcons are just too inconsistent for me, and, you know, you can only re- rely on Corderell Patterson, uh, Terrence Boy, to an extent. <laughs> come on the show. Yeah, Corderell, come on the show. I was about to say, which one, Corderell or Terrence? Yeah, Terry, come on the show too. Terry, for the love of God, and suck. No, I'm kidding. 
All right, uh, let's move on here. This game fucking sucks as well. Seattle Seahawks. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. No, they actually had, they did escape with a win against the 49ers. Um, they're going to Houston to play Davis Mills. And the neck. And, and the neck. The two and ten Texans. Uh, this is going to be an ugly game on both offensive sides of the ball. The defenses aren't great either. I don't want to watch this game. I don't want to even see this game. I don't want to talk um, about this game. Yeah. Is there, is there a way to hit pass? Can we hit pass? Are yeah, we can. Are we all taking the Seahawks in this game or what? Uh, yeah, yeah. The Texans yeah. got blanked by the Colts. That was ugly. <laughs> um, um, I guess the only news out of this, not even, a, it's not even in the game itself. Uh, did you guys see that news about Russell Wilson? Yeah. About where he would consider if he wants to get traded? NOLA, Denver, or the Giants. For the love of God, don't go to the Giants. Go to the fucking Denver. Stay away. Stay away. Don't want stay away. Why would you not want If I can get rid of everybody as far as Gettleman, Judge, and get rid of Freddie Kitchens too because I don't want him because it's going to end up being him like being the head coach somehow, I'm not doing it. Like, get rid of everybody, maybe I'll consider Russell Wilson. Yeah, that But, want... nah. If I was a Giants fan, I wouldn't want Russell on my team with Joe Judge, Freddie Kitchen as my coaches. But you know what they're going to ask for if they're asking for the Giants. They're going to want those two first-round picks. And I, I hell no. I'm not giving you two first rounds, especially, like, where we're at in this next draft. Like, dude, we cannot give that up for Russ. Not at all. I'm sorry. Like, I don't think Russ is that worth it. But I feel like we're talking too much already on Seattle and, and Houston right now. Let's just – I'm picking – obviously, we're all picking Seattle, correct? Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. Well, one thing I'll say, Seattle, they've – even though it, it, they're in too deep of a hole, but their, their defense has played a bit better. Uh, just sucks because Quandre Jiggs – why I like a lot. He's injured, questionable for the week, and then Jamal Adams, Blitz Boy, he's uh he's undergoing season-ending surgery on his shoulder, so he's out for the season. Uh, prayers up, get healthy, learn learn some coverage. Uh, Watch some tape. Yeah, and then uh, DK Metcalf has some practice, and you know at the Seahawks. I feel like all their running backs are injured. That's why they have fucking Adrian Peterson. Adrian, yeah, so. <laughs> Yeah, this is not. Uh, I'd be surprised if anyone watched this game. But yeah, I'll take the Seahawks. For the love of God, we've been spending way too much time on this game. Next one. Yeah. Um, next one. Uh, oh Terrence team, the Detroit Lions. <laughs> Get their first win of the season against the Vikings. That was an electric game. Uh, they what? they go play the uh, the Denver Broncos, who laid an absolute goose egg uh, on Sunday night. Against Kansas City, um, it's Kansas City, bro. Denver is favored by eight and a half. When I, I'll be honest, one team looked better than the other last week, and it wasn't the team that's favored by eight and a half points. So, uh, oh man, yeah, no. What are you guys' thoughts here, Gina? Oh, I don't want to watch this game either. <laughs> But I just got to go with the Broncos, not only because Teddy Bridgewater is on my dynasty team and I need him to come through for me this time. 
For the love of God, please, I don't want to be in last. <laughs> you about to take those ACTs, bro. Dog, Get those stunning. I'm not. I don't want to take that. So, for the love of God, Teddy B, come through for me one time for the one time. But I'm going to go with the Broncos. Um, the Lions are the Lions. I'll tell you what, they play with heart. Don't get me wrong, but I just feel like Denver can run it with against the Lions. I feel like we've been giving Teddy Bridgewater the uh, the benefit of the doubt, but that game on prime time, what I what I was looking at, what I was seeing, he just he's not accurate at all. It's mm-hmm. it's it's horrible. It's and I, I know like if we finally got you know Javante Williams, like that guy finally got the spotlight with Ooh. Melvin Gordon out, but um, you know as good as he is and. You know he had a he had a great day, a hundred over a hundred yards rushing and six receptions and a touchdown. Um, it, it's just not enough. Um, I think actually, despite the hate that Melvin Gordon gets, I think he compliments him well, um, and he makes that offense a bit better. And you know, Cortland Sutton, the hype around him, dude. He, I just don't think he's that good. Jerry Judy, he another wide receiver who would benefit with a better quarterback. Um, it, it's just a waste of a good defense, you know. If this offense was a little bit better, they'd be they'd be up there in the AFC West. And um, on the other side, the Lions again they play hard, but there's just no talent there. Yeah, I, I mean, Cheese Boy Amon Ross St. Brown has <laughs> huge game, time. clutch up one yeah. time. Come on the show, Amon Ra. We love you. Uh, G yeah, loves I you. mean. Game-winning touchdown. He had a huge game, but um, you know, again, no talent there. So, we no talent have on that the team. one game where he just popped up. Yeah, off. yeah. That was so, his game. I think I'm taking the Broncos, but eight and a half is a lot for an offense that sucks ass. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Well, what do you think? Oh man, congrats to the Lions on the win. Great win. <laughs> um, not gonna get it again. Going with the Broncos. Um, Broncos are just too good at defense. I'm sorry. Like, Tyree is pretty butt cheeks. Um, Drew Locke is no damn better at all. He should keep his ass in the bench. Um, by the way, um, what was that bet on the Broncos? Uh, I think... Was it like you and Taron? Me and Taron had them going to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Which it's not dead yet, but it's it's losing steam real quick. Yeah, you, know, you know this is it's like it's like before the the Ravens. You know how like they get aimed for if it would have been those two games, we've been six and six. They'd be right there with the Broncos at six and six. <laughs> this is where they at. Um, Broncos don't. I mean, you're right, dude. Honestly, Teddy Bridgewater, God, man, he had a chance. It did not look good. Javante Williams was the only saving grace that game, and that wasn't even a quarter of what they could have done. Um, you're right about Cortland Sutton. The, the hype was too much, especially when Judy was out. Um, they gave him too much hype. The whole air yard stat, that bothers me to, to this day. I don't understand air yards. Like, that means something in life. Um, dude, Jared Judy, I hope, I wish Judy really gets a better quarterback next year. I agree with you on that one, too. They just have no one else, dude. And even with Melgo coming back, I mean, they're just going to run it down Detroit's throats and just run and gun and just 
play with defense on the top, and it's going to be a low-scoring game, dude. Like, the, the under, I'll, I'm smashing the under in this game. Um, There's really nothing else to say on this. I, I feel like I'm going way too much on this, so I'm, I'm definitely going with Denver. Um, I will say, though, KB, even though I'm smashing the under, I think I'm taking the Lions on point spread. Hey, yeah. I like I that, too. I like it's that. It's too much. Again, eight and a half is just too much for a team that cannot generate offense. Mm-hmm. And when you're defensive reliant, you know, you don't need to score points to win games. Yeah, I got here at um, nine and a half. So, like... Oh, you got it at nine and a half? Right here at nine and a half right now. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm smashing the Lions. Yeah, yeah. 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 That might, be my, that might be my lock, bro. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, I mean, and also with like with the game last Sunday, I thought they they did a great job against Kansas City. Um, you know, they didn't, they weren't beat over the top at all. Um, mm-hmm. The secondary held up against you know Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, and those guys who were fast as fuck. Um, and honestly, it, it it was just you know field position. It was just. Bad offense, mistakes that, that led to that loss. So, um, you know, to hold Kansas City to 22, to hold Patrick Mahomes to, to zero touchdowns, 184 yards, and, you know, for Kelsey and Hill to, I think they only had, they both had less than 30 yards receiving. Like, yeah, you're the Broncos. No. You're, you're happy with, with what the defense produced. It's just, you know, you couldn't score points. And this has just been the same old story with this Broncos team. You know, they're right there. Just get get some goddamn skill players, you know? <laughs> I agree. Uh, yeah. All right, so we all got the Broncos. Yeah. Um, yes, sir. Taron probably has the Lions. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, all right, so let's move on to what I got next. Uh-oh, we got, uh, we got Will's boys. The G-Man. I? Yeah, yeah, we got the G-Man going to... L.A. to play Dilly's boys. Um, what I just saw, apparently there's a fucking COVID outbreak in uh, L.A. Yeah. Keenan Allen on the COVID list, and Mike Williams and Chris Harris were deemed close contact, so they are questionable for the game. While the Giants, they uh, their quarterback room does not look great. They got a Georgia Georgia legend and G's favorite quarterback, Jake Fromm, Jake Fromm. starting oh, for them. Also, the wide receiver group. I don't even know what the fuck is happening over there. So, go ahead, Will. Uh, What's going on here? Oh man, KB, KB, KB. My goodness. You know when this first started before the uh, Mike Williams news, Chargers was actually favored by ten and a half. And I, before the Mike Williams news, I was ready to uh, to, to to smash the whole Chargers. Honestly, because I was like, dude, they're gonna kill them. They're just gonna they're gonna murder them. Um, I was just talking to Chino before you popped on, actually, earlier, before we got started, and I was telling Chino, I said, yo, because it started at 10 and a half, with the Mike Williams situation, it went down a full point. I was like, are they still considering Keenan Allen, play- Keenan Allen playing? Because, remember, he is vaccinated, so it just takes two negative tests, and you can play on Sunday for him. I don't know about Mike Williams... And that whole situation, I don't know if he's vaxxed or not. I haven't seen anything uh, about that. What but... I've seen from that, both Chris Harris and Mike Williams are unvaccinated. So, oh, but no, they, that's are con- they are considered day-to-day because I don't think they've tested negative. They've just been deemed close, close contact. contact. So they okay. need to, I think the rules are you have to 
quarantine for five days if you're unvaccinated and then you need to return um a negative test to a moment so so so, spoiler alert obviously to all the people that's listening we are recording this on a wednesday so mind you on a wednesday you need to be quarantined for five days that gets up to monday that was retroactive to monday so it's their clock starts monday they need to be five days from monday so like friday saturday so they haven't been brandon staley he had a press conference. He didn't rule them out, but, um, you know, yeah. So the whole Keenan Allen situation, obviously, with him being vaxxed, that's a whole different ballgame because he can still play that Sunday. But when we're talking about right now this whole Mike Williams situation, it went down a full point, making it seem to believe that Mike Williams really isn't going to be able to play this weekend. Still, they're still – Vegas is still saying that Keenan Allen's playing because if you take away Keenan Allen, is this still going to be a nine and a half? Do you think it goes down a point? Do you think Keenan Allen makes that difference? I honestly don't. I think maybe a half a point to a point difference at most. If that's the case, if Keenan Allen's out, I can see it being like eight and a half by the time this is done. And I'm still smashing the Chargers regardless. Um, Giants look terrible. Their, their wide receivers are. Fugazi, Fugazi, dude, you'd never see them ever. They play like two weeks, all of a sudden, poof, they're gone. Sterling Shepard hasn't touched that field since. Kadarius Tony has been trying. He always gets hurt. And then Joe Judge lies to people and tells you, oh, it's not that serious. And then two days later, it's like, oh, he's on IR out for three weeks. It's like, bro, make up your mind. Stop. Stop playing these games. I'm tired of it. Just get out. Get out of my life. So... With that being said, even if Jake Fromm had weapons, and I was telling Chino this, it's like, oh, we get to see something out of Jake Fromm, but bro, it ain't going to make no damn difference. Chargers going to go out. They're going to dominate. Jake Fromm's about to literally work at State Farm after this. He's out. He's gone. I, I, I can't, dude. Like, I love him in Georgia. Like He was a great player in Georgia. It wasn't the best. He only had one good year. Me and Chino talked about it. It was like his junior year. And even then, he was decent. Like, you don't see too many Georgia quarterbacks come out and look good. It's rare. Um, you see more other positional players and other skill players, but really, realistically, let's, let's look back. What was the Georgia quarterbacks that really have gotten that success and has looked good? No? Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> with that being said, <laughs> I'm taking Chargers, and I'm taking the points. Give it to uh, me. Wait, Stafford was a Georgia quarterback. Was he? How long ago? Yeah. (laughs) That was like fucking 20 years ago. I feel like it was like Perry at this point. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, the Chargers really, really impressed me against the Bengals. Um, I had the Bengals that game, and they, the defensive front, they just absolutely dominated. Six sacks on Joe Burrow. It looks like Burrow couldn't even walk. He looked fucking injured the whole game. Uh, And even. I mean, Keenan Allen had two touchdowns. Mike Williams had a big game. Austin Eckler is that dude. Um, and, you know, with the Giants, this offense is just buns, dude. Yeah. Ah, oh, man. Saquon, every week, Saquon just looks worse and worse to me. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he, he just does not look worth the pick. And, you know, Kenny Galladay, too. He got that contract, and... He does not look great either. So I think this whole Giants offense is in disarray. Um, it's it, it's a miracle that they've won four games. Uh, I think they get absolutely demolished here. And 10 points, even even with the injuries and the COVID, 
outbreak and like everyone being out, I I still think the Chargers cover the ten. It, it's bad, dude. This is this is my lock. The Chargers. <laughs> yeah, this is my lock. I'm down with it. Like I'm Dilly, down. Dilly may not like it, but this is my lock of the week. Like I said it last week when I had Miami on my lock. Like this is this is like one of those sure games that I know for a fact. Like Giants are gonna get dominated. It's gonna be embarrassing, and it's so sad because I'm still gonna watch this. <laughs> and I'll be sad while I'm watching it. But I know for a fact it's gonna happen. So I just gotta stick it stick it out and deal with it. Um honestly I, I've talked about it in my own mind, like talking to myself about the Giants all the time, but I really think we should just get rid of Saquon. And like as far as the Giants go, they should get picks for him. Get something out of it right now. I feel like this is the perfect time, especially with Saquon's age. Like he's right around there where like most running backs, if they get too much attempts, they start fading off. And they start looking like Todd Gurley with bad knees. So, and I'm afraid, especially with that ACL. Like, I'm really scared. Like, especially the last person to come out really good out of an ACL injury that was really young was Adrian Peterson, dude. And that was a long time ago. So, um, I'm, I'm 100% smashing the Chargers play. This mortal lock is, like, my greatest one. And I'm, I'm taking the bolts. Bolts up, baby. Yep. Um. I think Joey Bosa is playing this game, right? Because last game he went out with a head injury. Was a concussion, but still is something to keep an eye out on, especially yeah. for him. Yeah, guy just can't catch Saquon. Break, man, Saquon has not rushed for over sixty yards all season. Yeah, in a game. That's horrible. It's sad. It's yeah. super sad. So much promise. Chargers. Uh, Hammer it, man. Next game. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I mean the Chargers definitely need this game. They're right in the thick of it in the AFC playoff picture. So, ah, uh, yeah, I'm, it would be a Chargers thing to let this one up, but I, you know, Jake Fromm, it, the Giants, that they, they're just not threatening at all. So, oh man, I just hope I know I know Terry definitely picked Chargers, so that's obvious. Oh yeah, lock it. Giants are winning. <laughs> <laughs> Jake Fromm, baby, Jake Fromm season. Jake I used to get to see what right. he got. Guy has uh, started right. a game since college. <laughs> Let's uh, move on to another game. Uh, this one's interesting to me. Um, you have the 6-6 49ers against Joe Burrow and the 7-5 and Bengals. Both teams let up uh, last week and have disappointing losses. The Niners seemingly in control of the game against Seattle. Let up and lose to Russ while the Bengals get absolutely fucked by the Chargers. I don't know what happened there with the Bengals. Um, you know, every time you think they they turn the corner, they they let up and they lose one of these games. Um, both teams are in the thick of it in the wild card races in both the, in both conferences. Um, and the line here is set at one and a half in favor of the road team, the Niners, actually. So. Um, what are you guys' thoughts on this? Um, Will, why don't we start with you? I'll gladly take this. So this is definitely a must-win for both teams. Six and six. Uh, San Francisco definitely needs this win, at least being playoff contention. Um, Bengals definitely need this as well. Try to get up there and the playoff hunt as well too. AFC, as we just mentioned, very strong division. Um, man. 49ers, 
disappoint me all the time. Um, the games where like they're really close, you would think that like you would think Jimmy G will pull it off and they'll pull off like a game winner or something. Like I, I don't I can't I don't know if I have any trust in them anymore. No Debo. Elijah Mitchell's on the uh, concussion protocol. I don't even know if he's playing. Their running backs are banged up. The only one that's really healthy is Jermichael Hasty. Like you, they have no one in that running back room if Elijah Mitchell's out. That George Kittle had a breakout last game. George thank, Kittle season, baby. Thank God, bro. Thank God. I was starting to get a little nervous on George Kittle, and like he started to break out. Thank God for him. God bless. Brandon Ayuk <laughs> is Brandon Ayuk. Um, he's that def- he's that guy that needs Debo. Like he definitely needs he misses Debo a lot. Um, Bengals. Bro, is Burrow different with that injury? Like after that injury, like you, like did you see how he played? Like you see that whole difference? Like I, I don't know if I can trust it. Um, he said he's gonna play it. I hope he plays it through. Let's see how it goes. I hope it's not like a Russ Wilson situation and he just plays like shit after. That'd be very terrible. Um, Jamar Chase has fallen down to earth after having such a beginning breakout. Um, I think it was the last last game. It, there was an interception like that hit off his hands, mm-hmm. and it was an interception off of it. Like if it wasn't for that, Jamar Chase would have had a breakout touchdown for like seventy yards. Um, this is such a tough game, especially with that one and a half point spread. Um, I think I'm gonna go with the Bengals on this one, especially being at home. Um, I think 49ers disappoints, and you start to ask that question, Trey Lance. Question mark. I, I'm with you, your will. Um, yep. With with the injuries, to, you know, Debo didn't practice. Elijah Mitchell. Um, at that point, you have to rely on um, Jimmy Garoppolo to make plays, and you know, it was very predictable what he was doing against Seattle, and that's why they were able to win the game despite George Kittle's productive game. That's his only target. Um, Brennan Ayuk, he's he's more, um, you know, he, you can't rely on him to to, to win battles, um, every route, every play. Uh, he's not that kind of guy who can separate as easily as Debo. Um, so we'll see what the injury report looks like uh, for the for the Niners, because if it, if it's as bad as it looks on Wednesday, um, they're they're in a lot of trouble. And you know, you you question maybe Shanahan dials up some some. Gadget plays for Trey Lance just to you know add in some some flair and some you know some some surprises to the offense. But on the other side, like the Bengals are also hobbled. T. Higgins he didn't practice. Joe Mixon he's got an illness. Joe Burrow, like you said, after that that knee injury or that that looked like a knee injury, yes, uh, he hasn't looked great. And then the finger problem. So um, what it comes down to is. If these injuries st- hold up, I think the Bengals are better equipped to handle it than the Niners. Um, both defenses um, are very vanilla. Um, they're susceptible to to giving up big plays, and you know they're not known for stopping anybody. Um, with that, yeah, I'm I'm also surprised at this line. I think the Bengals are the the team to be favored here. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. I mean, this it's. The injury reports today just don't look good for this game. So, Ugh. yeah, it's, it's just a mess. I don't know. 
don't know what to think about it. I, I think I'm going to lean San Francisco, though. Ultimately, to me, what it comes down to is probably the coaching. Shanahan's better coach than Zach Taylor. And I don't know, Burrow didn't, Burrow didn't look good after that injury, man. He's, Jamar Chase, I guess, they're falling off. T. Higgins injured. Mixon. I don't know, bro. It's, it's a crapshoot right here. All right. Well, you didn't sound too confident about that one, so we'll go on to the next one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This shit at all. Uh, <laughs> hey, both both teams need this, so it's it's going to be an interesting game. Yeah, it um, is. All right, let's go to another good game. Uh, you got the Bills coming off that that weird game against the Patriots. That the fucking wind gust. <laughs> Bel- Belichick literally beat the Bills just by saying. I'm gonna run it down your fucking throat. Meet me, meet me in the trenches. <laughs> yeah, uh, and and the Bills, you know, they're they're quietly seven and five. And you know, when you consider the Bills in the AFC, you know, you consider them one of the top teams. But you know, they they've let go of a couple games, and now they've lost a a grasp on the division. And then you got the bet the the Buccaneers. Um, they've quietly won three in a row. They've taken care of business. They're at nine and three. They're looking pretty good. Still battling for the number one seed at the NFC. Um, but you know, it's all business with Tom Brady, Leonard Fournette. He looks absolutely fantastic. And uh Chris Godwin quietly um having a a good stretch of games as well. Um Yeah, what are your guys' thoughts on this game? Two good teams. Um, the line is at three and a half for the Bucks. Chino. Um, I'm riding with the Buccaneers here. I just feel like they just overpowered the bu- the Bills, especially with the Bills injury on defense. Tre'Davious White losing him, like that's big. Chris Godwin's been playing good lately. Lenny, like we said, playing out of his mind, looking good. Also, it's fucking Tom Brady, and it's hard to bet against Tom Brady because when you do, he'll just give you the middle finger and say, fuck you, watch this. And the Bills have just been looking shaky this whole time. I don't know what kind of play calling they were thinking for that last game against the Patriots. The Patriots just ran it down the field in, that, in the wind. And they're over here trying to be cute and throwing the ball, but, you know, teach their own however they want to. Um, called place, but at the end of the day, I just feel like we got. I gotta go with the Buccaneers here. They're most more solid team. Um, the playoffs are very tight with them, so I just I just gotta ride with the Bucks here. I like that. Um, I, I, I agree with you on that. Most of the things you said, honestly, Chino. Um, it's Tom Brady. It's it's Tom Brady. I can't bet against Tom Brady, uh, especially at home. Um, that December. dude, yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, dude, that Buffalo game against New England, man, that, that game was so weird, as you said, Kibi, like, it was super weird, because if it wasn't for those conditions, obviously, game, I think, would have been totally different, obviously, as every other game would, but, dude, Mac Jones only had three attempts, like, in that game, he didn't, he didn't have to throw, like, that's crazy to me, um, uh, to run, yeah, yeah, to run the ball 
OD with Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson mainly, and using like Kendrick Bourne, Nikhil Harris, like using those guys that's like just using them to run to play that game plan. Like Bills was definitely not expecting that, and they got caught. Um, that even on that last play, you know, he had Cole Beasley wide open in the middle. Yeah, you had Cole Beasley open. Why would you? Why? And you can't tell me it was win because some of the throws he's made, especially the Gabriel Davis on that first touchdown, was crazy. Oh, man. All right, you tried throwing in fucking forty. That's what I'm saying. Like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, yo, he he got it perfect to to Davis on that throw, and on that throw he had that same last play. You had Cole Beasley wide open in the middle, but you didn't even look that way. You didn't even look that direction. So that's what blew my mind. Like, honestly, this game it would have been totally different. We would have been looking at again eight and four on Buffalo. But we're looking at a quiet seven and five, and some of the teams they lost to, like, come on, bro, like we would have never thought they would have lost, especially to the Steelers' first game, the Jaguars. Like we would have never thought, dude, they would have lost to the Jaguars at all. So, I even though this is going to be in my eyes a, a shootout and a half, this I, I I'm I'm touching the over on this game because it's at fifty three and a half right now. I'm think I'm hitting that over on it, but you're right. In the end, it's Tom Brady. Tom Brady's a goat. Can't can't bet against him. Um, him, Evans, Godwin, Fournette looks great. Um, man, I mean, he's sneak having an MVP type season. Honestly, like he's looking pretty good. No one's really talking about it. The, his career got resurged, just like Antonio Brown in Tampa Bay, and he's looked great since. Um, playoff Lenny. Can't can't mess with it. I'm not taking Buccaneers, and I'm I'm gonna take the points and the over on this one. Um, I'm taking the Bills here. Uh, right. I think you got to throw out that game against the Patriots. Uh, the conditions um, didn't favor the Bills at all. Um, you know they're not a team that runs it down your throat, and you know this defense is not built to to you know to to go up in the trenches against a team like the Patriots. Um, I think. With this Tampa Bay game, it's going to be a bit more wide open. Both defenses are vulnerable to the big plays. Um, but I feel like the the Bills defense is a little better, a little bit better at creating turnovers. And I think that's what's going to it's that's what it's going to come down to is who can create more turnovers, who can score more points, who has more possessions. And the Bills just have too good of an offense to, um, you know, to let up. And we've seen with the Buccaneers. Um, even though with Tom Brady and his greatness, he is susceptible to throwing picks. Um, and th- there are points where the Buccaneers, the offense at least, just kind of looks stagnant. Um, yeah, if it's going to be a show, I-, I-, I think I like the Bills here. Um, yeah. The big playability of Josh Allen is just... You know, to compete with that again in, in you know nice weather, hopefully weather permitting that it's going to be a nice day. Like um, it, it favors the Bills here, so um, I think I'll take the Bills here in an upset. And you know, they, they've had a couple of games, like you said, Will, where they the offense just lets up, but then they erupt for like thirty five, forty fucking points. So I think this is going to be a similar situation here that the Bills uh, put up a lot of points and the Buccaneers. Um, they let up just a little bit for the Bills to win. Yeah, I don't. I don't mind that Bills pick honestly, because 
No, it's, me they, either. They, they, they got to get right, I think, because they still got to play the Patriots again. And they can't yeah. let up. This is if they're gonna write the ship, this is where they gotta do it. They gotta do it against Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. I'm gonna keep my pick, obviously, because obviously I'm a, I'm a I have integrity and I am a good man, so I'm gonna keep my pick, obviously. But dude, that Buffalo pick, man, it's very intriguing. Because you're right, if it is a high scoring game, I, I more likely would lean towards Bills, especially with that disappointment last week because mm-hmm. of the weather conditions. I agree with you, dude. Like that is a good pick, regardless, man. But I'm still sticking with the Bucks. I I feel, I'm a man. Either, <laughs> either way, I feel like this is going to be a good game to watch. It's going to be a fun one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, so last game on Sunday. Uh, fuck this game, the Bears against the Packers. Uh, <laughs> Justin Fields looks like he's playing. Uh, God help. God, God help him. KB, <laughs> um, take it away. Yeah, it's not looking. Not looking great. Like, Khalil Mack's not playing. I don't think Akeem Hicks is playing. Well, I think he's questionable. But, like, Montgomery didn't practice. Allen Robinson's been out for what feels like a month. Um, and then with, with the Packers, um, regardless, they look great. But, uh, you know, they, they also have their share of injuries. Uh, Zedarius Smith, uh, they're hopeful that he can come back this week. Which, man. And then... Oh boy, Jair Alexander was designated to return from IR this week. No way. Time. Yeah, I saw uh, on Twitter that they're, he's already doing like individual drills this week. Oh no. Randall Damn, Cobb dude. and Devontae Adams were on the injury report. So was Aaron Rodgers, but you know they're fucking playing. So <laughs> yeah, I, I, I told the group chat, like, I'm going to take the alternate spread here. I'm going to have the fucking Packers by like four touchdowns. <laughs> whatever the good price is at but um yeah this, this is, is gonna be a bloodbath i mean after this loss i think that's the nail in the coffin for nike like i don't know why this game wasn't flexed out of fucking prime time actually the yeah, bears that's... have the bears have two prime time games coming up we'll play sunday night and then we have a monday monday night football in the next week against the vikings so i mean this is going to be the na- the national showcase for everyone to see how much of a fraud <laughs> Fucking Matt Nagy is. Oh my god, this is gonna be embarrassing. Has a head coach ever been fired like mid-game? Besides, uh, no. like, jo- <laughs> That's... and the the Bears have never fired a coaching season, and you know, I think well, it might should. be time to do that. Yeah, man, this is. Fucking listen, it's gonna overdue. be embarrassing. Like, I'm not. I don't know what to say. I don't even want to watch this game. It's. You know what sucks too? We fucking let. We don't even have our first round pick. I can't even say let's lose because the fucking Giants have that shit. Thanks, man. We appreciate oh, you always. I forgot about that. Yeah. We always appreciate you. Hey, man. At, at the time, I was like, hey, thanks for fucking Justin Fields. You guys can have Kadarius Tony that <laughs> broad. But now it's just like, what are we doing here? <laughs> you guys are probably going to get fucking like Aiden Hutchinson with with our pick, and it's going to be horrible. But Oh, I mean. Listen, oh, don't, get, don't get my hopes up, dude. Don't do that. Because I was thinking about that, too, getting a Hutchison. That'd be <laughs> But don't uh, do that to me. But then get him uh, somehow fuck this up either way. So If you guys got a quarterback, I, I'll feel better about it because I don't like the quarterback. But, you know, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of good defensive players in the top 10 that you can get that I think will be available with the Bears pick and the Giants pick, which I think they might be consecutive. So yeah. that'd be cool. Yeah. Go with the Packers. Uh, I mean, there's... 
Yeah, I'm not I don't want to talk about this game. Bears. Yeah. Well, Damn, Packers, I, Packers. I was trying. I was trying to be cool, man, because you know, for those who don't know, me and KB have some beef. You know, New York fan of. I am a huge New York guy. KB's a huge Chicago guy. We have a lot of beef when it comes to sports. But I was gonna go with the Bears for you on like the spread, but then the, all, all the outs you're giving me as far as who's out, dude. I'm sorry, man. I can't do it. I'm taking the Packers too and, and the points, bro. I'm so sorry. No, don't be. Yeah, okay. I'm again. I'm taking alternate spread. The Packers are gonna absolutely murder this team. Yes, and, I appreciate and, your pick. Thank you for the. You pick, know what? Though. It would be nice for. It would be fitting for the Packers to finally put the nail in the coffin for Matt Nagy. Like let mm-hmm. let this be let this be it. Yeah. Yep. I mean. Um. I, all right. Next game. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. The last one. Last one. Monday night. This one's gonna be a fucking barn burner. The NFC West showdown. You got eight and four L.A. Rams against the ten and two Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals uh, coming off their beatdown against the Bears. Kyler and DeAndre Hopkins are back. They didn't do much, but I think they're they're slowly getting back to health. And then the Rams. Pretty easy game. They snap a three-game skid against the Jags. Stafford looked good again. Uh, the, the reemergence of Sony Michelle and then Cooper Cup just doing Cooper Cup shit. Um, what do you guys think here? Battle for the NFC West. Um, um, I'll take this one real quick. Um, last time they played, um, it was at LA. Am I correct? And and that was when Cardinals won. Yes. Um. I think this becomes the other way around, and I think L.A. takes this one. I feel like with all the NFC West games, there's always a barn burner of a game where it's, like, really close. They fight through thick and thin, and it's always towards, like, the last drive. This is going to be one of those games. Um, I think Sean McVay has a lot of anger to let out on the Cardinals for beating them in the beginning of the season. Um, Odell could have a, a another great game. He had a great game last game. You saw the, the self-revive he did on his celebration. That was pretty cool. I, I really thought he had a hip injury, me being old, you know. That's how, I, that's how it shows. Um, I, I, as much as I love the Cardinals, because obviously they're starting to get back into things, the flow, um, Kyler didn't really have to do much. Um, he barely, I think he even touched like 200 yards. He got easily like five touchdowns from running and passing, like, they're, they're really just going with the flow on this one. So um, I'm going to give it to the Rams. And I think Stafford, Cooper Cup, Odell, um, I think they're going to have a great game. Um, this is going to be also the first time where Kyler Murray is facing a Rams defense with Bob Miller. I don't know if he's a fully playing or not. But if he does see Von Miller, Von Miller is going to have a nice little game trying to chase Kyler Murray. I would love to see that, especially with Kyler's little legs running around, just trying to get away. Um, give me the Rams. Um, I'm taking the Rams. I'm taking that two and a half. And I'm actually going to hit the under on this one, under 51 and a half. I think it becomes a low-scoring game. KB, what do Chino? you think? No, never oh. mind. All right. <laughs> um, sure. Um, damn, bro. Thank you. This is, this is interesting. I like everything that you said, bro, is right, and I completely understand. Um, but I'm agree with you, bro. I'm, I'm going with the Rams. I feel like they normally split games during the season with the Rams and Cardinals, 
And I feel like McVeigh is really going to unleash right here. He's been holding it, holding it in, especially probably holding that loss from earlier in the season against the Cardinals. And I feel like this is where he just lets it all out and really, you know, puts a hurt on, not put a hurt on the Cardinals, but I feel like they're just going to come out on top here. I'll take, I'm definitely taking the points. The unders, the over under is interesting to me. It's just, I don't know, bro. I just, something's, Telling me, my gut's been telling me the Rams taking this one. I feel like this is where they come come correct, even though they have been playing good. But you know, give me the Rams. Uh, I'm taking the Cardinals here. Really? I think the Rams are frauds. Besides the one game against the Buccaneers, they don't play well against great teams, especially great defenses that can match up with them. Um, you force Matt Stafford. Uh, into pressure and you know just what I've seen from this season he he doesn't do well um, he's played pretty well against vanilla defenses um, and against pretty bad teams but um, when you find an answer for um, you know the deep ball which you know Matt, Matthew Stafford he's he's done it his whole whole entire career he'll he'll destroy you with the deep ball if you if you contain that um you have a good chance of winning against the Rams, um, especially because of the lackluster running game. Um, and, you know, with this defense as well, it's it stars and scrubs here. You got fucking... You do have Aaron Donald, Von Miller, and Jalen Ramsey, but, you know, if, you, if you're playing a good offense like the Cardinals, like the Packers, like, uh, you know, the, with the teams that the Rams are playing, like, they're vulnerable, and you can score points on this defense. So, um, by no means are they locked down, even though they do have a couple lockdown players. Just as a unit, it, it, it's vulnerable. And um, despite the stats that Cooper Cup is putting up, um, and the big playability, it, it's just when you play a good team, you need to rely on an offense that can move the ball, move the ball efficiently and not overly rely on big plays, which the Rams do. So um, I think the Cardinals come in with a, a similar approach as they did the first game. Um, I think the Cardinals secondary, at least from what I saw last week against the Bears, that I really got a good look at them there. there. Um, I think that it's a solid unit. And um, the front as well, the defensive front, they, they can put pressure uh, on this Rams offensive line as well. So... Um, I know that the, the Cardinals offense gets a lot of shine, but the defense has definitely held up all season for them. I, I think the Cardinals will win comfortably here. I just don't trust the Rams at all. Um, I, they're definitely overhyped to me. I just don't think they can compete with the likes of the Green Bays of the world, the the Tampa, the, the Arizonas, um, and Tampa Bay. I, even though they beat them, I still, on a neutral field, I like Tampa Bay against the Rams as well. So, Yeah. Right. Fair. Yeah, that's fair. All right. Should we get into picks? Oh uh, yeah, let's get into picks. Well, I think you guys you have the standings here. Why don't you uh break it down Will, for us? No, bro. <laughs> oh man, after a great three and O last week, Chino is first at twenty one and eighteen. Good job. Good for you. I'm glad you went three and oh. Good, good for you, brother. Terrence you. in second place went two and one. He is at twenty and nineteen. 
Uh, G went also two and one. He is 17, 21, and one. That tiebreaker is a big difference because he did fall. To, he did jump up to third. And Mr. KB, another week, man. Uh, you're just on a just in a bad funk. I know you're gonna make it up. Obviously, um, you are at 17 and 22. You're right there behind G. If it wasn't for the tie, and then Dilly, God bless him. He is at 16 <laughs> and 23. And he is in last. So the picks would be Dilly, KB, G, Taryn, and Chino will be the order. Um, did Dilly give you the picks? Uh, he did not. So you oh. like will have a guest appearance, guest picker <laughs> for Dilly. Oh. Last place, Dilly. Oh, man. Okay. Will pick it. Pick it from All right, Will, you got, you got the first one, baby. Welcome to the dump off. Yeah, right? Wow, this is, this is an honor. You know what? From my homie and my lock, give me the Chargers at minus nine and a half. You're in stone? Should I? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, my fault. I mean, I'm sorry. I got too hype. Sorry. My bad. My bad. Yeah, I mean, I could write it down. That's fine. Got gotcha. you. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> my bad. Yeah, why don't you write it down? You got you to gotta post that shit anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, I got you. Come on. All right. Let's sleep on the top here. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I am next. Fuck. Fuck. Uh, I will take the Cincinnati Bengals plus one and a half. Interessante. Okay. Uh, next is G. Yep. I believe. Yanluka. G's first pick is he's got the Baltimore Ravens plus two and a half at Cleveland. Prayers up, man. Fuck. I guess frauds picking frauds works suits correct. Yep. Shout out, G. Uh, <laughs> Love you, G. All right. Next you. is Mr. Taron. Uh, Mr. Wu Tang Flu. <laughs> Uh, get canceled, bro. Watch your mouth. <laughs> Wu Tang's for the children, bro. This is a kid show. All right. Stop. Wu Tang for the babies. Uh, he's got he's got the football team. Watching the football team plus five against the cowgirls. Plus five. Ooh. I have a plus four. Okay. Right Did here. I have a plus five? I had a plus four. Yeah. I Let's four. bump it plus down four. to plus fuck four. Fuck you, Taryn. I don't know what the fuck you're looking at, Taryn. Wait, what is you, it? You, what is it now? Your fraud four. book. Plus four. Okay. And Probably Mr. looking at fucking DraftKings or something. <laughs> Mr. Chino, Mr. First Place. Give me Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, minus three. Okay. All right. That means that comes Bucks? right back to me. Yeah, damn. That's a good one. <laughs> um, You know what? I'm going to try to get Dilly to the promised lands. Give me the Packers at minus 12 and a half. Fuck. That's what's the next one. That hurt KB. Look at him. <laughs> no, no, no. I, <laughs> no. I, I probably should have taken that. Uh, I'm going to take... Uh, I'll take the Titans minus eight and a half. All right, and Mr. Yanduka. 
Uh, John Luca will take. God, I'll take the Saints minus five and a half. Ooh. Against the New York Jets. Damn. That's a good pick. I was hoping that came back to me. <laughs> uh, and then Taron. His second pick will be the Broncos. Plus a net. Of course it'll be the Broncos. Uh, it's minus Broncos minus. Nine and a half. But yeah. It's ballooned to nine and a half now? Mm-hmm. Wait, did it? Yeah. Oh, it. Did. Ew. Broncos minus nine and a half against the Lions. Uh, all right, Mr. Chino. I'm riding with my team. Cowboys minus four. Okay, going Fuck against Aaron. I like it. <laughs> all right. Oh, all right, comes back to me. Um. Oh man! Uh, wow, over here picking for loose change now. After all the other picks, um, <laughs> Dilly, of course, texting right now. Time <laughs> <laughs> was too late, bro. Already made the picks. Um, damn, you guys took some good ones. Um. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna. Damn, I don't know if I'm gonna like this, but screw it. I'm gonna take the Chiefs at minus nine and a half. I mean, eight and a half. Chiefs minus eight and a half. Uh, I'll take the Bills plus three. Pick. Uh, G will take. Have the Niners been taken? Niners minus one and a half yep. against the Bengals. Nope. So Gio has the Niners. The <laughs> see Taron will take I'll take the Browns minus two and a half. Fuck. You know I didn't even think about that either. I should have should have taken Browns. Damn. Good call. Last but not least. You know, your last one. I hate this so much, but fuck it. Let's make it entertaining. Seahawks minus seven and a half. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I don't give dude. A fuck. I'll take it. You're gonna you're gonna watch this game? Hell no. Bro. What time is this sad. game at? <laughs> noon. At noon? Yeah. Okay, I'll be at work, thank God. <laughs> Oh my god, that's disgusting, dude. Okay. Alright, so with that being said, here are the picks for Mr. Dilly, or aka me, taking over for Dilly for this one week. It is Chargers minus 9.5, Packers minus 12.5, Chiefs minus 8.5, all favorites. Apologize if they don't work out. Uh, KB got Bengals at minus 1.5, Titans at minus 8.5, and then Bills plus 3. Gianluca, or Gianluca, has Ravens plus two and a half, Saints minus five and a half, and 49ers at minus one and a half. Mr. Captain America himself, Taron, has Washington football team at plus four, Broncos at minus nine and a half, Browns at minus two and a half, 
And then Chino, the first place guy, has Bucks minus three, Cowboys minus, oh, sorry, Cowgirls minus four, and the lousy Seahawks minus seven and a half. God bless you if you even try to make an attempt to watch that game. I'll be at work. I'll be chilling. <laughs> All right, I think we can wrap up here. Yep. Um, yeah, you can find us at the dump off pod on all socials. It's at the dump off on TikTok. Um, you can find me at KB Sumswag on Twitter. Uh, you can find Taryn at Taryn Caravella on Twitter as well. Uh, you can find G. Where can you find G? You can find him at Gianluca Martini on Instagram and at G Martini on Twitter. Then you can find Dilly at Dylan Clark 23 on Twitter. Will. Your socials. Oh my god, I get to do a plug random. I love it. You can find me on Twitter at Asensio underscore Big Will. You can find me on Instagram at Gemini's Very Own. Yes, I took that from Drake. Please don't be mad at me. Um, you know, I appreciate you guys for bringing me out. Thank you very much. Of course. Love having you on. You can find me on Instagram at Archino12. Find me on Twitter at Fettuccino12. Boys, anything else? Oh, it's been a pleasure. It will. Thank you for stepping in, brother. Appreciate you guys for letting me join you guys, of course. Of course. You guys have a great day. Anytime. Great day. Yeah, peace. Later, peace. y'all. Later.